Hi and welcome to episode number two of the Getting Things Done podcast from the DTD Nordic. I'm Morten Rövik and I'm here with my friend and colleague Lars Roskil Henriksen. Hello Lars. Hi Morten. Happy to be here again to this uh, first real uh, dive-in episode of uh, of the Getting Things Done from DTD Nordic podcast. Uh, so uh, about this podcast, we are doing this to um, support all the GTDers in the Nordics and around the world uh, to help you use the GTD methodology to clear your mind, to stay present with what you're doing to achieve stress-free productivity. And uh, we hope once again that you find these episodes valuable regardless of your GTD experience. Okay, this first um, real episode is going to focus on the, the first step of the five steps of the Getting Things Done methodology. Uh, the first step is capture. And this is a very important step. Uh, it starts off the empty head uh, that you are trying to achieve to get into the stress-free productivity. This stress-free head, is, as we mentioned in the first episode, is really important uh, that it is actually empty. That you don't have anything banging around in there. So, Lars, can you can you walk us through how do you capture practically, and and why on earth is this capture important? <laughs> yeah. So, um, as as you may remember from the first episode, I I really did not have this habit at all. So, just simply starting to write things down that that really made a huge uh, huge difference uh, for me. And uh, I think back when I found it, I would would basically use whatever tools I had at hand. So it, it could have been paper that I would then later put in my, one of my uh, inboxes, but it could could also just have been digitally. Uh, I I certainly remember sending myself a lot of emails, and I know I, I've come across a lot of people that that did that that would show up to work uh, Monday morning and find seven seven emails from yourself uh, from over the weekend with various ideas that you had captured during the day. Um, and as part of the capture step one of the the important things is really to to get it all out of your head it's so tempting uh, to only write down the stuff that you you know the analytical part of you deems most important but but all this stuff really uh, you know rolls around in your head if you don't if you don't get it out uh, the type of memory that you use for this is is not aware of complexity or urgency or importance uh, it, it all shows up at the at the same shelf uh, as i like to say in in, in denmark um, so so whether it's by cat food or buy a new new car it really is the same to, to that part of the brain so uh, in order to to silence that part of the mind we we need to get all that all that stuff out yeah and and how do you practically do that um, get it out of your head so as soon as something shows up in my world, I, I write it down. Anything that that potentially meaningful to me, uh, I think is how we phrase it in English. Uh, it's stuff that I write down. So um, uh, that means that I have uh, tools for for any situation uh, that I might might uh, find myself in when I when I come across something that something that I want to remember. So I have uh, you know I have my uh, my uh, list manager where I write stuff down digitally. Uh, I, I we have a good old post-it notes. Uh, 
on the on the, the, the dining room table where if we come across stuff in the you know during breakfast then 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 we use that for writing things down uh, I have my Apple watch and and phone uh, iPhone that I speak uh, into stuff that I want to be reminded about both using Siri but also uh, some more complex uh, workflows um, for example when I'm out running uh, I get a lot of ideas uh, it's great to 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 have a place to capture them as well uh, so again the watch is uh, is handy uh, also when I'm driving uh, so driving for a speech driving for a seminar uh, as as I'm sure all the listeners can can uh, can recognize a lot of good ideas show up in these transport situations so having tools to to capture in that situation is is really important and and I don't want to recommend to anyone to start writing things down when you're doing 130 kilometers on the uh, highway in in Denmark uh, certainly have tools to to speak things out of your your head instead so have have tools set up that you can can use in that context as well hmm. what yes. do you use Martin? Well, I use uh, different tools as you do, uh, depending on the situation. I have my my remarkable notebook, which I use. It's a digital notebook uh, that I use when I'm in meetings with clients. Uh, I always uh, captured uh, both ideas, but also to-dos or potential things I need to do something about or something I really commit to do in in the remarkable uh, tablet and I will then toss that uh, the tablet itself into my inbox when I go to the office so that I can extract these things later and um, I also use my trusted wallet with a notebook uh, and a pad uh, it's very fast very easy analog way of uh, capturing things I also use uh, as you do my phone I use Siri uh, some for uh, Remind me to call Bob when I leave here, which is one of my favorites. If I get a phone call or I, I need to do something uh, when I leave a place, I, li- I love that feature. I also use um, my, my list system to capture things. I use uh, OmniFocus for this, so I, I will quick capture something in the inbox there. Or I will use uh, an app called Sango, which is... Um, an app devised for audio capture so when I am in the car not in in Denmark but in Norway doing 110 I can just tap this icon and I can leave a message to myself that is then packed and sent in an email to myself this is my normal capture tools so I have a a, a few of them but it they work really well um, and, and it's depending on the situation how, how and when I use them I'm, I'm sure you have the same thing there, Lars. And um, maybe we should then touch upon why is capture at all important? You know, we talked about in the first episode that you need a clear and, and empty head to be appropriately engaged and, and get the right things done. But uh, maybe we should talk a little bit about the science behind something um, about this. And I might start us off with a talk about uh, George Armitage Miller, our old old friend George, <laughs> who's in 1956 at Princeton University, made a big um, uh, scientific experiment to trying to figure out uh, how many things can you have in your brain of complex um, uh, uh, tasks or to-dos or, or reminders for yourself uh, at the same time in your short-term memory and uh, he found that it was between five and nine his magical number is seven plus minus two is the name of his his uh, report who made this available to the world and 
what happens if you are really uh, have many things in your head like you have nine things in your head you are most likely a lot uh, you know quite stressed because if you have nine i must not forget nine things that you must do in your head at the same time you don't have any room to to think because you don't have any you know, you know there is no room for anything else and what happens if you get something new inside then something new comes to your head then something falls out and we call that to forget uh, anyone who's forgot something in uh, in your life ever uh, you will know that this is not a good uh, place to be because if you forget things you feel don't feel comfortable about your that you're actually appropriately engaged with this thing because you're not really you you will have cognitive dissonance on that and uh, <clears throat> you will also be quite stressed and anyone who's made a list after being stressed with too many things to think about have felt that the relief as the, the list may give you and when you feel a relief after writing a list it might be uh, you also by the way might feel a bit uh, anxiety about this so if I'm going to recommend anything for people who want to try this out is capture anything just sit down now to pause this recording and sit down with a piece of paper and, a, and a, p a pencil or a pen of some kind and then ask yourself okay what is in my head that I potentially need to do something about what, what, what are the things that has my attention right now write whatever is in your mind don't focus on importance or or if it's work or you know personal just write things down as it comes to your mind uh, things you might want to do something about or something you have worries about anything that has your attention is to be written down and don't organize don't analyze but just get it out of your head because it's in the wrong place and see if you don't feel after this exercise see if you don't feel a little bit better you may feel a little bit stressed because you have too many things you're committed to but that will vanish when you get things under control and this is the subject for the next two episodes would be um, clarify and organize so uh, Lars do you have anything to add to the, um, the, the scientific part of GTD do you have any uh, things to add here I think that was a, a very good summary, Morten. What I uh, normally add as well uh, is, is, so let's say I'm doing a, a speech uh, and, and people are, are looking and, and uh, appearing to pay attention. But when you start to uh, become more, you know, uh, experienced at, at delivering these speeches, you can also tell when, when there's nobody home. <laughs> so you can, you can see people looking, but they're not really there. The, the engine is running, but there's nobody behind the wheel um, and that's what I also found that GTD helped me with uh, with a lot uh, stay, again staying present with with what you're doing because what normally happens is that that some kind of thought shows up uh, you're reminded about something that's that's great that means you you let your brain uh, have a look around see what you might not have captured earlier uh, and change that practice to then write that down and uh, you know as, as you get more experience with GTD your brain will also trust that you get back to that because then that means that you don't start to think about what you just were reminded about uh, and and people always recognize this and normally after about 30 minutes uh, 
almost anyone uh, in the room has has had a you know brief uh, mind journey somewhere outside the presentation and that you know if that was a good place that they went um you know they they solved some kind of problem that they've been working on all day then that's that's perhaps better than than listening to me for those 10 15 seconds but but as 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 we all know uh, it's often uh, a very negative kind of uh, thinking that we do about these things we're reminded about the the challenges we have we uh, we start to plan we we are concerned about all the consequences um, so, so really um, maintaining your focus, and we, we know this also scientifically from studies, uh, at least one that I like to refer to is that they were investigating how, uh, you know, how long is your natural focus? So in 2003, they measured this, uh, and we were at 12 seconds. That, that was how long your, your mind would, hmm. would naturally focus. Uh, they repeated it in, in 2013, we were down to eight seconds. Uh, so it's not heading in the right direction, and, and at least one newspaper I remember that that. Uh, Describe this uh, this study. Uh, they compared it to the goldfish, which is at the nine seconds their memory. So it's uh, it's really not heading in the right direction for us. And perhaps a smartphone is is one of the the key things that uh, to blame for this. Yeah, yeah. The smartphones are a blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think maybe we will uh, recognize this is the same problem we have with smoking or alcohol. Uh, maybe alcohol is a better uh, a comparison, but because if you drink a lot, it's it's not good for you. If you have a glass of red wine to a dinner, it could be great uh, and it could uh, add to the experience of the dinner. But um, we need a better balance, I think, for our smartphones. This is my mm-hmm. prediction of the future. Uh, we will look at the smartphone as a drug after a while because <laughs> it's really uh, built to to all the apps in there that has a like your social media apps are built to keep your attention and and or, or grab your attention and keep it as long as they can because as long as they can keep your attention the longer they or the, the more money they will make and <laughs> yeah. the, the, the biggest problem with that is as a, as a knowledge worker your your attention your ability to focus and to concentrate is what sets you apart from the competition and from the rest of the the world and uh, if you are not able to concentrate and focus you're not doing your job and i think uh, a lot of people can 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 have a wrong idea about how to to handle that and that was one of the first things i remember you coached me in uh, a long time ago was to disable uh, as many notifications uh, as i could as as would make sense to me because i had um, taken a different approach i was uh, enabling additional notifications so i would always have a clear picture of everything that was going on uh, and and if you don't stop to think about what you're doing then then that could make sense and you know you're always informed there's always a ding and a, a buzzing when an email comes in uh, but but really that distracts you so much uh, so really disabling all that stuff I was just working with a, a, a CEO, uh, and he disabled some just the basic notifications that you know he didn't really need those, and and just that little thing. So that's I think a good tip for the listeners. He went from more than 200 opens of his phone on a daily basis uh, down to I think 70 or something. It was really a huge difference, and he really could feel that in his ability to to stay present and be more productive. Yeah, yeah. We I would normally say when we do our seminars is that when you if you have a smartphone turn off all the notification you you can and still have a social life and still have a job turn <laughs> off everything else 
and uh, make a, a qualified uh, judgment on this and don't let's just under the, the tyranny of the default which is everything is on now now most apps are asking for permission to give you a notification and stop think really do i really need this really do i need is this so important that it should steal my uh, my attention here and if not then don't don't let it steal your attention <laughs> So I like to visualize it they're pretending that it's my 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 3 year old showing up next to me while I'm working and saying whatever the notification is would I would I be happy with him interrupting my work to to tell me that <laughs> I think that visualizes it a bit more for me um and and so 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 now we've we've spoken a bit about the outside input because uh, there are of course both the the internal interruptions all the stuff that your mind interrupts you about and the external ones and really paying attention to the external ones to to make sure that 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 you choose when to empty those buckets, when when to handle those inboxes rather than they showing up at uh, on your phone and, and interrupting you. That that really is a big difference for a lot of people. Yes, yes, indeed. So to round us up and go get us back into to capture is um, you should capture everything that has your attention, and you should. Uh, get into the habit of doing it when things shows up not when it's getting problematic or returning we talk about capture as uh, if you are if you don't capture things when they show up in your head you are regurgitating as a cow uh, thoughts <laughs> uh, you know the cow has the the ability to to regurgitate uh, food and it's maybe good for a cow but it's not good for you as a human being to <laughs> to remind, be reminded that you're well i have this odd sound in my car uh, maybe i should do something about that if you have that more than one time you had it more than you know necessarily because if you note that down that down the minute you you realize well there's an odd sound then you can do something about it it's not in your head it's not calling for your attention and another thing about capture that i find fascinating is that when you are in situations where your 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 brain is in what we call free gear where you don't you don't engage in anything like you drive a car or something your your brain will then go to wherever it feels like and the the problem with uh, most people's lives is that when they have things they need to do something about they will rethink them and rethink them and as david allen says that everything you not place in a place you um, trust you will see it later it will have a mental copy of that thing inside your head like um, if you visit your uh, garage or your uh, uh, depot somewhere in your house if you have a room or a cabinet where you have you know we all have these rooms and the cabinets that you really know you should clear out at some point because it's a mess uh, <clears throat> if you don't park that on uh, somewhere it will make a mental copy of that and every time you walk past that place it will yell at you and going clear me out what kind of a human being are you clear me <laughs> out you know you're you're a bad person you know this and the problem with these these mental monkeys that you allow uh, to stay in your head is that they take up valuable place uh, where you can instead of having mental copies of things you need to do you can uh, be creative be problem solving in the moment and it's a lot easier to be problem solving in the moment if you don't have these mental copies present because it's 
fills up your memory, fills up your capacity of remembering things. So get things out of your head is the most important thing we can teach you today. And every actually every episode out will be having this as a theme on the, underneath. It's if you take the time to clear your mind, take your time to... to um, to get things off your mind uh, so you can be present and do the right things. It's going to be something we will repeat ad nauseum, I think. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. And we've crossed the 20 minutes mark. Um, maybe time for a wrap-up, Lars? Yeah, just one one last bit uh, from my side because I see this a lot from, from people that they, they benefit more and more from capturing on paper. So I remember uh, way back when we when we started in Denmark, um, one very experienced uh, GTD from, from one of the biggest banks here in, in Denmark, he, he showed up and he, he proclaimed that he always went to meetings and he only had a, a notepad. And that was uh, interesting for me because my, uh, my background in IT, being a consultant, and uh, I always had my laptop with me, um, so I would always take notes there. And and, and since then, I, I try to take notes on paper as much as I can. Uh, and, and it really is a difference for me to sit down with paper and, and capture things. My mind is not, you know, the challenge when you, when you have your laptop open is that you can do so many things. Uh, and you have yeah. these, even when you try to focus, even when you're good at it, your mind will still remind you, oh, well, maybe someone responded on Facebook. Maybe someone sent you an email that you could handle. And I used to be a world champion at responding to emails within five minutes, right? Uh, or, or less uh, around the clock. So really having that piece of paper, there is nothing else you can do. You can write things down. Uh, and that really just helps your mind focus. Uh, and, and, and that's been a good, um, good uh, tweak on the system for, for me when mm. we talk about capture. Yeah, yeah. I can totally relate to this. Really, really. So, um, Lars, um, where can... F- people find us uh, after the fact if they want to get in touch with us gtdnordic.com is a good starting point so that will lead you to uh, the different countries to Denmark to Norway to the other Scandinavian countries where where GTD Nordic is present uh, and from those pages you can can uh, can uh, sign up to the newsletters you can find the Facebook pages uh, various groups uh, various meetups uh, various LinkedIn uh, groups and profiles where you can connect with uh, with everyone so that's a that's a good starting point gtdnordic.com mm, great and uh, if people find this episodes valuable, if you find this valuable as a listener, please share it with a colleague and rate us on iTunes if you find us there. Um, and help us build a community around this podcast. This is what we dream of, that we will give you value so that you feel good about your life, your, your, the universe and everything, to quote a <laughs> famous book. Uh, and that you will uh, think that it has value and share it with others. This is our our dream. So until next time, we wish you um, a great uh, two weeks. If it's, you're still on 14 days uh, schedule, we hope so. So and uh, I hope that you um, will have find productivity interesting and that you will look into GTD and um, look us up and see what we can help you with. OK, have a great two weeks. Bye, everyone. Mm, take care, Lars. Bye-bye.